1: What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome to the six-man show post-game live presented by Rock'em. Oh, Chicago, we own you. Just accept it. Just accept it, Chicago. Holy smokes. Oh, man, once again, a disastrous second half for the Orlando Magic, but they come out with another victory in Chicago, 103-97. And their first ever win in the NBA in season tournament. What's going on, people? Chat, how are we feeling tonight? What a night! Just an absolute roller coaster of a game. So stressful, but a win is a win. Before we get into anything else, I do want to let you know that the Six Man Show Post Game Live is presented by Rockham. Rockham, an amazing company, they make great socks, great underwear. And they're the world's largest sock store, and they're located in Orlando. It's a Central Florida company, a Central Florida brand that makes great stuff, which is why we're pumped to be partnering with them for this season and why we think you should shop there. And when you do, be sure that you use the code MAGIC20 to get 20% off your order at Rockham.com. Whether it's Magic Gear, NFL, NHL, college sports, or even non-sports things like Marvel, Harry Potter uh cartoon network nickelodeon they've got all kinds of cool stuff so again check them out at rockham.com chat what is up guys first off we already have a super chat let me guess it's ty it is ty mr tv with the super chat thank you ty he says hit the like button play the song ji is a dog hashtag cardiac kids wow (laughs) oh my goodness thank you ty uh ascension says if vucevic hit that three i would have passed out man Honestly, I love Nikola Vucevic. We all love. We all love Vuc. Part of me feels really bad for him for two, just for two reasons. Because this happened last year, he misses the two free throws that lead to the Jalen Suggs game winner. This year, he misses the three that could have put Chicago, I believe, would have put him in the lead uh, when they were up two. Uh, so I feel bad for him as a human being, obviously. But at the same time, is there like this? This thing in his brain, maybe in his his soul, in his conscience, that he can't hurt the Magic. He loves the Magic too much that he can't hurt the Orlando Magic. Wow. Oh, man, Lachlan, you're so right. J.I. was so good tonight. He was unbelievable. I, I cannot, I cannot believe we're seeing this. Not that we, some of us, not that we didn't know Jonathan Isaac was good. Obviously, we know he's a good basketball player. But mentally, after not seeing him, Play this much and this well for four years to see him actually come back and do the things that he's doing right now is like it's hurting my brain. My brain has not grasped that yet. Incredible. We're gonna talk about Vooch later for sure. Shahin says I was on edge. Oh man, Jayesco says deja vu. Yeah, that was the exact same game as Wednesday. Carbon copy. Couple minor tweaks. The exact same thing. Exact same script crazy 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 brandon says this team is still learning how to win every game uh, how to win every game is a learning lesson for this team go magic yeah every night every night doc two says tough choice for chicken cellar jam yeah jam hot chicken jam of the week there's a lot of options and there's one more game to go on sunday before we record the next episode of the six man show so We'll have to see. Maybe, maybe Sunday night we'll have a just a nasty throwdown. We'll have to see. Wade says, "Holy mackerel, my blood pressure is high from that one." Yeah, facts. And then right after it, Kuya says, um, "I need some heart medication for that game." Yep, hundred percent. Leon says, "Petition to stop Magic games after the first half." <laughs> yeah, we'd be the best team in the NBA. Literally, we would be the best team in the NBA if we just played just count the first half. Wow. Uh, Jordan says those bulls commentators were so hyped like they were taking the win. Glad we took it out of their grasp. I was listening to the Bally uh, or Bally Sports Florida feed, so I didn't get to hear them, but the Chicago commentators are notoriously terrible. Adam Amina is, is usually okay. He's the play-by-play guy, but Stacy King, their color guy, former bulls player is trash. He's awful. He's the one that was clowning Jalen Suggs for celebrating for winning a game. Like he's, he's trash. He's terrible. Almost as bad as Eddie house. How many points did Paula have, Chris said. Uh, I believe he had 13. Yeah, we're going to go through the box score later, as we always do. Uh, but yeah, he had 13 tonight. Eric says, do we really own them? Sweating this heavy doesn't feel like owning. Uh, yeah, we own them. A win is a win. It doesn't matter how close it is. When it comes to owning a team, if you win like we have the last two seasons, yeah, we own them. 100%. And Chicago knows it, too. And Chicago fans know it, too. They can't stand playing this team. It wasn't pretty. Don't get me wrong. But... We own the Chicago Bulls. Like, just that's just facts. I and I'll also say this, guys. I would not be surprised if this two-game stretch for the Magic beating the Bulls in identical fashion, two games in a row, when they score 33 points in the first half, two games in a row. I would not be surprised if this is what ends that Chicago team. There's already rumors about them trading Zach Levine. I would not be surprised if literally, maybe even over the weekend, they blow that team up. Because they're not doing anything. That is a terrible basketball team. And I don't think they should be that bad. I think that's a good team on paper. So maybe it's just they're going to fire Billy Donovan. I don't know. But it's not working. So something's going to change. And this might have been the nail in the coffin for that. Uh, Carlo K says, It's 4.30 for me, but I can't sleep now. Sheesh, Carlo, where are you? 4.30? Let Let me see. What is that? That's six hours you must be like maybe germany or a little bit further east well glad you're here with us tonight man good deal uh let's see keep wanting to scroll through chat there's so many good things here alex says can't say enough good things about j.i yeah first off alex good to see you, man hope you're doing well yeah j.i i mean we're gonna talk a lot about him later but man he was I, again my brain just can't cannot handle that cannot handle that Chris D says, yo, I dig the hat. What brand is it? And is it fitted or snapback? It is fitted. It is, uh, Mitchell and Ness. It's a throwback from, I mean, two, three years ago or so. I think I bought it. Uh, but I love the black on black. Black on black is my favorite. Where's my, oh, I don't have my other black on black hat, but, um, that's my favorite thing to wear. Oh man. Let's see. (laughs) Time. Mr. TV says Vooch be bailing us out. Come home, Vooch. I think someday Vooch is coming back. That's all I'm going to say. I think it's going to happen. Jordan says, not going to lie, I feel like Franz is the star on this team and the one that is actually making strides. I always feel more comfortable with the ball in his hands, TBH. I agree that Franz is a star on this team. I don't think he's the star on this team because I think we have two. Paolo, Franz, two-headed monster, love it. Sean says, let's get some Papa John's. You better freaking believe it. 50% 50% off your Papa John's order tomorrow with that code MAGICWIN. Let's go. Oh, man. James says, seven turnovers for Palo tonight. Yeah, turnovers are a problem, really in the second half especially. Again, we're going to go through the box score really soon. But, yeah, Paolo, seven turnovers, not good. Um, yeah, as a team, 17 turnovers, not good as well. Oh, man. Let's see what else we got here. Joseph says, I hate having a heart attack every time I watch this team. Yeah, especially lately. Uh, <laughs> Eric, right after it, says, every night lately, I'm checking the drawers after these games. That's <laughs> yeah, just facts. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Rich, Rich, this is it. This is the explanation, right? Uh-huh. Moe just wanted to practice a two-minute drill. Yeah. We let him get close so we could get a little practice in. I see. I see uh mango Band says pal is still learning how to be the number one focus of defenses the turnovers will go down it'll just take some time i hope so i i believe so i believe so ricky says let's go j.i and gary were huge for us yeah they were huge both i mean having gary harris first off obviously we're gonna talk about this but Jalen suggs doesn't play tonight apparently just resting uh some sore knee issues hopefully it's not the same issues as markell Uh, I don't think it is, by the way. That was just a joke. Uh, But, yeah, Gary was so good tonight. He was so good tonight. David says, despite the rain, watch party was great. Let's go. Love that. Let me know if if any of you went to the watch party we had tonight out on Wall Street. Jonathan was there. Jonathan Osborne of the six-man show was there. And I heard it was a considering the fact that it was a wet night out there. Pretty good turnout, lots of good energy, and a magic win is always great. Luke, Sylvia, the other half. Of the six-man show says, Chicago probably keeps a lot more momentum if Kobe White hits that free throw on the n one dunk. Yeah. First off, what a dunk that was for Kobe White. Good grief. That dude is a sneaky athlete. You think he's just chilling on the perimeter, and then all of a sudden he explodes to the rim, and he he's just, he's, he's something. Richard C., this is a great point. I'm glad you said this. Dante is doing a fantastic job. Dante Marcatelli is, Richard, doing a fantastic job. You are exactly right. Shout out to Dante Margatelli. This is a new era of Magic basketball. We talked about this on the Six Man Show uh, at one point when we found out that David Steele wasn't going to be traveling for all road games this season. Um, he's doing some, but he's not doing every road trip, you know? And so when we found out Dante was going to be doing this, it was like, man, it's the it's the beginning of, a, or maybe a better way to put it, an end of an era, right? Obviously, David Steele has been the voice of the Magic forever, literally, since obviously starting on radio and then to TV. So Dante has big shoes to fill, but he's been great. He's been great i've been so happy to hear him and it's great that we have a familiar voice on the air as opposed to some random joe schmo coming in and and doing this so it's great i'm super happy for dante and someday hopefully it's not anytime soon but someday when davis steel decides to hang it up for good we know we are going to be in great hands with dante marcatelli on the call every night for the magic thank you Richard, for bringing that up i'm glad you did Oh, Lewis says, Kevin, did you watch The Usual Suspects yet? No. That was only Wednesday. I've been busy. But maybe maybe this week. No, probably not this weekend. Sometime. I'll watch it, okay? You you hold me to it, okay? You hold me to it. Aaron says, each and every day I pray for Markel and Wendell to come back. Yeah. The Markel thing is very concerning. Very concerning. Um, I'm not a doctor, nor have I had tendonitis, but I've heard that that can be an, a very uh, a lingering issue, and that has been proven to be true. Uh, definitely surprised that he's been out this long. Uh, the time, Mister TV says Eddie House, we coming for you. Uh oh, next Friday, next Friday. Time for the Celtics again. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> Zach White says Luke Sylvie needs to start dropping super chats if he wants his comments read. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. That is funny. Steven says it. Whew, yeah, that Franz, Euro, and one on Vooch to regain the lead. Whew, yeah, that was hot. That was insane. Oh, man, it's so cool. Wednesday night, you get Paolo hits the game winner. Tonight, you get Franz with what ends up becoming the game winner, essentially. Obviously, different circumstances. Buckets were scored after that, but that's the one that puts you back on top. And Wow. To have two guys that size... That athletic, able to get their own shot, down the stretch. Man, special. Chat, I'm so far behind. You guys have so much to say and so such good stuff. Carlos, So you are in Germany. Thanks for watching from Germany, man. Appreciate that. Talk, LCFC says, 3.38 a.m. in the UK, Kev, and that game had me waking up the house. Let's go. Love that. Love that. Alec, this is so true. Cheering after a Vooch missed shot feels wrong. Yeah, really does. Really does. That's all I was saying earlier. I'm so conflicted because I never want to root against Vooch as a human being. Um, but yeah, glad he missed. Mango Man says, didn't Vooch say on this show, this very show earlier in the year, he'd retire with Orlando? He said, uh, the question was posed, if the situation was right, would you want to come back and retire with Orlando? And he said yes. So, that's why I think someday it'll happen. And I know the Magic would love that. If the situation is right, (laughs) is the caveat. Luke Sylvia says it. Did we just witness Levine's final game in a Bulls uniform? I'm saying, guys. I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to happen. But I'm saying, if you wake up tomorrow morning and see a little trade happen, I'm just saying. I, I think there's a chance that the Orlando Magic just broke the Chicago Bulls over the last 72 hours. I'm just saying. Jam Hot Chicken is in the house. He says, pain in the town, red tonight. Go Magic and go Kevin. And I'm going to say, let's go Jam Hot Chicken. Shout out to Jam Hot Chicken, the best chicken in Central Florida. I'm telling you, go try it for yourself in Winter Park. They're great. Oh, man. Again, I'm just so behind on the chat. You guys are on fire tonight. I'm going to try and skip ahead a little bit, get caught up. Oh, man, Donald says, J.I. the X-Factor to get us into the sixth seed. I mean, you can't argue with the stuff you're seeing from Jonathan Isaac. You cannot argue. You just can't argue. Man. Mr. Two First Names, this is a great point. Great job making free throws down the stretch. Absolutely. Magic missed free throws down the stretch on Wednesday, which made that a tighter game. Tonight, you make your free throws down the stretch and ends up uh instead of being a last second shot you get a shot you know a little earlier in the clock and it's not quite as stressful as it was down the stretch in the final seconds on wednesday uh yeah guys welcome obviously we got a ton of people still pouring in here if you're just popping in for the first time hit that like button and i don't want to just assume all of you know who we are so let me just stop and interrupt and say welcome to the six Man show post game live we are the Six Man Show. The Six Man Show is an Orlando Magic podcast. We upload episodes with Jonathan Osborne and Luke Sylvia every Monday and Thursday. And then we do this show, our post game live show, after each and every Orlando Magic game. I'm producer Kevin. I'm glad you're here. If you like Orlando Magic content, You should subscribe. You should hit that like button. You should hang out. This is a great place. This is where Magic fans come and hang out after games and during the week for our podcast. It's a great place to be. You can tell by the chat. We all love it here. We're all diehard Magic fans. We're all maniacs. Here we are at 1047 p.m. on a Friday night talking about Magic basketball. That's because this is where Magic Maniacs come to hang out. And yeah, I'm going to coin that term, Magic Maniacs. There we go. Chris says, 9 a.m. in South Korea. What's up, Chris? Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) Jeremy says, go, Kevin. Go, Jeremy. Let's go, Jeremy. Oh, Ty, yes! Their court was so ugly! I I was literally this close to putting on sunglasses. It was painful to watch. It was painful to watch. I know they kept saying on TV, it's not as bad as per- in person. It's not as bad in person. I don't care about in person. I care about watching it on TV, and it was terrible. Terrible. Dizzy says it as well. I hope I'll never have to watch a game on that court again. Facts. Good news, you don't. Because the Bulls aren't moving on. In the, in the tournament. And the Magic don't have to play there again. So there you go. Anthony Velez says, love the six-man show. Go Magic. Anthony, appreciate that. We got another super, super chat here. Kinetic Kid said, Mosley's got to talk to the team about second halves. Yeah. What is going on, man? I mean, it is contagious. It is painfully contagious. Wow. Yeah, the second half. And we're going to go through the box score. I promise you, we're almost there. Uh, because the second half is just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I can't. I can't. I, I don't understand it. It's just, it's so contagious. So contagious. <laughs> Sean says, Magic Maniacs. Freaking A. Yeah. All right. Is that what we are? Are we Magic Maniacs now? There we go. K Dizzy says, The watch party was lit. K Dizzy, thanks for coming out, man. That's awesome. Glad you were there. Glad it was a good time. All right. All right, guys. Let's talk about this game. I, I spent a ton of time on chat because you guys are insane tonight. And this was a really fun win, and I definitely wanted to get to you guys as much as possible. First off, Michael Lynch says, 3.47 a.m.? What? In Ireland? You guys are crazy. Michael Lynch, thanks for tuning in again. Appreciate that. Um, And yeah, Blake, 100% right. Gary with the huge steal on Levine twice. Twice down the stretch, but obviously the big one was at the end when Levine went up for that three and Gary stripped him, Just great. Oh, man, Gary Harris, I love... Love me some Gary, Gary Harris. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> that's funny. All right, guys, let's talk about this game. Okay, Magic got off to a terrible start. Terrible start to this game. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. We know when this offense isn't going that that it's it's tough. And that was the, how the game started. But then you turn around and you go on what ended up being a 35-10 to 10 run on the Bulls to take a large double-digit lead. And then, uh, yeah, you hold on to that lead the whole rest of the first half, which, by the way, you hold the Bulls to 33 points in the first half. Again, back-to-back games, they score a combined 66 points in two halves. That's insane. And some other first-half numbers, which this is a trend that will continue in the second half, which we'll talk about. First-half bench points, you outscore them 24 to 1. <laughs> 24 to 1. They had one bench point in the first half. It was an Andre Drummond free throw. Four players. So this is in the second quarter. This is a note I had. In the second quarter, four players scored for the Bulls, while the Magic had nine players that scored in the second quarter. I thought Cole was fantastic in the first half, especially, but also in the second half in stretches. He wasn't shooting the ball great in that first half. He was only two of seven. But he had six assists and was in complete control of the offense he got wherever he wanted and he also played some strong defense which is great and also the, the magic forced 12 turnovers, 12 turnovers for the bulls in the second half first half excuse me first half I'm still talking about the first half here the first half once again for the magic was sensational the best first half team in the league continues that trend and so once again we're going into the half thinking Maybe, just maybe, this is the night where we can finally put together a solid third quarter and kill the game off. Right there. Go into the fourth quarter with the game in hand so that you can play your second unit, play your third unit, and just have a comfortable win going into into Indiana on on Sunday. But yet, the tale is old as time. The third quarter happens. And uh, yeah, just like it has been Almost all season, it was not good. Fortunately, you bounce back a little bit at the end of the third quarter, but you still end up losing it, 32-29, to 29, which ironically, the Bulls score one fewer point in the, in the third quarter than they did in the whole first half. Yikes. But regardless, you lose the third quarter, you go into the fourth quarter, and you're thinking, oh boy. Especially once Levine gets going, he started get, getting going in the third quarter and then carried that over into the fourth quarter. Yikes. Terrifying. The Bulls end up going on a 16-0 run in the fourth quarter. And they take the lead, which is the first time in the second half. And the Magic, and during that 16-0 run, lots of turnovers. But at the same time, they also had a lot of good looks that just weren't falling. But then who's the guy that breaks the drought? Who was it? It was Gary Gary Harris Harris with the huge three in the corner with 3.13 remaining to give the Magic the lead once again 92 to 90. Huge shot from Gary. Man, he was so good tonight. Magic Bulls go back and forth a couple consecutive possessions. But then it was Franz. Powell's turn on Wednesday, like we said, Franz turn tonight. Gets to the rim with that sensational, filthy Euro step, gets the and one on Vooch. Magic retake the lead. On the other end, Vooch misses that corner three. J.I. gets what is his ninth rebound and is fouled. Hits both free, for free throws to make it 101-97. Game is essentially over at that point, but an, one more important play. Gary with the hands. Stripped Zach Levine on the three-pointer. Game over. Wow. Wow, what a win. Again, second half, disastrous terrible second half however what you have to give credit to the magic for is the way they bounce back they had nothing going for them for much of that second half now to be clear when i say much second half i know early in the third quarter the magic bumped the lead up to 20 but from that point on it just all fell apart until that gary harris three once that gary harris three happened with 313 remaining it was a back and forth affair credit to the magic for sticking with it. They could have very easily mentally gotten so frustrated that they checked out of the game or that they uh, became overly aggressive or whatever. However, they would have responded to that situation. But instead, they stuck with it. They kept playing their game, which is great defense, rebounding, and getting good shots. And they did all of that. So credit to the Magic for sticking with it because it ended up winning them this game. Down the stretch, this team was okay. It was pretty good on both ends, especially defensively down the stretch, you know? So yeah, big credit to the Magic. Mango Man, you're exactly right. You could really see the Magic relax a bit after that Gary 3. I thought the exact same thing. That's why I made note. That was such a huge shot. Not just because it gave the Magic the lead, but it was like, okay, we're okay. We have the lead now. We weathered the storm, and it was bad. It was a bad storm. But look, we had the lead on them earlier. Let's lock down, let's play our game, and we're going to be fine, and that's exactly what they did. Big credit to the Magic. For not falling apart there. Kay Will says, what a difference having some shooters out there makes. Yeah. Joe Ingles, Gary Harris, Franz, you know, to a certain degree. Cole. Those guys, yeah, just spreading the floor. Great. Great. All right, guys, let's take a look at the box score. Let us take a look at the box score tonight. Here we go. Franz, always starting us off. Always in that top spot. 21 for Franz tonight. Not a whole lot else. Four boards, two assists, two steals. Only two turnovers, which he'll take. Two of eight from three, nine of 18 from the field. Obviously, you'd like to see him shoot a little better from three. But all in all, fine game for Franz. Paolo, very quiet night. 13 points for him. Only four free throws attempts. And he goes one for four from the free throw line. Yikes. Got to do better than that gotta do better than that but he does get eight boards four assists and we already talked about the seven turnovers that's just bad that's not good enough not not good enough i'm gonna interrupt and say share this one right here lewis says magic fans need to be glad billy donovan backed out of coaching the magic this could have been us looking this bad with all the talent on the floor that's true i've always been so grateful that um that the magic (laughs) that billy donovan left the magic after being the coach for like 48 hours or 96 hours or whatever it is. um, Yeah, grateful. Great point, man. Oh, man. Where were we? Okay, Goga. Goga's quietest night as a starter, I'd say. Two points, four boards, two blocks, a steal. But the thing is, once again, solid on defense against a very difficult matchup in Nikola Vucevic. Quiet night, but Goga is going to Goga. You know what you're going to get from him. Gary. Great night for Gary Harris. 15 points, 5 of 10 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. Hit both of his free throws, 6 boards. He was very active on the glass. 2 assists, a steal, and 2 blocks for Gary Harris. Let's go. Let's go, Gary. Wow. Incredible. Anthony Black, another quiet night for him. Just 11 minutes. Eleven minutes for him, two points and uh, two turnovers. That's it. But the reason, guys, I don't, I don't think there's anything to be worried about here. The reason is Cole Anthony was feeling it tonight, and again, not in a a hot hand Cole Anthony way. Sometimes Cole Anthony has these nights where he can't miss. Not in that way. I'm just talk about Cole in a second. But hold that thought on Cole, because versus Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles with eight points, three of eight from the field, two of seven from three. You'd like to hit him at least one more of those. Like him to hit at least one or more of those, I should say. But five assists for him. I thought Joe Ingles was fine. He was very important in the stretches in the first two two and a half quarters of this game that got the magic to the big lead. Didn't see him. He wasn't as responsible for some of the plays down the stretch, obviously. But here we are with Cole. I thought Cole was great tonight. I know he's 3 of 12 from the f- from the field, 1 of 5 from 3. But to me that's not the whole story. Cole could have gone scoreless tonight and I would have thought he was great. He was just all over the place. Offensively, he got wherever he wanted on the floor, did a great job of finding other guys, 7 assists. And then obviously remounting, he's still maybe pound for pound, inch for inch height-wise, the best rebounder in the league. I think he's 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 just an incredible rebounder. And some of the rebounds he got tonight, just like on Wednesday, he has no business getting. No business getting those rebounds. And yet he always finds a way. Also very uh, very important steal here on Andre Drummond uh, off of the rebound. I mean, I, I thought Cole was just great tonight. I really did. Yeah, Peacecraft says, I had no idea Cole was on triple-double watch. Yeah. Yes, he was. Again, that's eleven points, eight boards, seven assists for Cole. He ends up playing thirty-six minutes. Crazy, 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 and here we are once again. Jonathan freaking Isaac, eighteen points, nine boards, assist, a steal, only one block, but it feels like he's just he's just impacting so many other shots. Jonathan Isaac, again, guys. I just I mentally my brain can't comprehend this not because we don't know or i should say not because i didn't know how good of a basketball player jonathan isaac was of course but the fact that it it's been four years since we've seen this kind of output at this much consistency four years it's kind of crazy mo wagner 10 points four boards three assists i thought mo was was good had some really timely buckets and how about caleb houston a little stint, but does his thing. Three points for him in just six minutes. goes one of one from three and even gets two boards. Shout out to Caleb Houston. Wow, guys. Oh, chat, what do we think about this, uh, this box score so far? Well, no, that's it. What do you think about the whole box score? It's crazy. Just hard to believe. Chris says, we need to win the next tournament game by 14. Chris, I have bad news. The point differential doesn't matter. Because the first tiebreaker is head to head. So, because the Nets are two and one, uh, and they beat us, even if the Nets, even if the Magic, sorry, went out and ended up being three and one, if the Nets are also three and one, the Nets win the group. However, um, if the Nets lose to the Raptors, then we have a chance, so right now we need to root for the Raptors to beat the Nets. To beat the Nets, yeah, on Tuesday, I believe, it is the 28th. However, the other situation that could happen, which actually I can tell you right now if it's possible, because where's that game? Where's that game? Yeah, okay, so Boston beat Toronto, so yeah, the other situation that could happen is if uh, let's see, if that would that'd be right if the Celtics lose to the magic on that friday and are 3 and 1 and wait i need to double check what what is what is boston before i say something potentially really stupid i need to check this if i go in season tournament here let me see something okay yeah so the celtics are 2 and 0 okay that's right so what i need to find here is their last yeah, that's what it is. So they play the Bulls. Okay, here's the situation. We need, this is what we need. We need the Raptors to beat the uh, Nets on their last game, and we need the Bulls to beat the Celtics in their last game. Then the Magic will be 3-1, and one, and then the, the Celtics will be 2-2, two and, two, and the Nets will be 2-2. Two two. Outside of that, we don't have a chance, unfortunately unfortunately we don't have a chance but yeah it'll be interesting oh man let's see what else do we have here guys peacecraft says j i gotta keep his minutes yeah even when Wendell comes back there's no way Ji is is changing these minutes are changing absolutely blake says it doesn't feel real having him back yeah it really doesn't that's what i'm saying my brain just cannot cannot comprehend it it's kind of crazy Flanders says, better hustle, better defense. Papa John's. I like it. I like it. Uh, Time Mr. TV says, I don't care about the turning, just care about the W's. Yeah, I mean, mixed bag. Obviously, at this point, you're we're, it's out of our control at this point. i put it that way. If we were still in control of our own destiny, I'd have a little bit more oomph about this tournament. But at this point, there's nothing we could do. Like I said, we got to rely on others to win or others to lose, I guess, is a better way to put that. Man, oh, man. Oh, RM, improv, right on, man, right on from our Patreon says GG, All Things Considered. Happy to see Ji Ji back and Gary Harris nail biter, but my guys got it done. Love that. Chris says, "What about wild card?" Yes, wild card is potentially a thing. Um, but and and yes, I guess that is where point differential comes into play. But I have a feeling there are going to be wild cards from other. Um, groups in the conference are going to have a better point differential than us because we lost by 20. We lost by 20. So maybe, I guess, we go out there and beat Toronto by a million. Then maybe uh, maybe we can do that. Sorry, I'm getting an amber alert up here. Up here, far away from Central Florida. There we go. All right, guys, uh, before we move on and talk about uh, other scores in the NBA and standings and uh, looking ahead to Sunday night's game, I once again want to let you know about Rockham. Rockham, the presenting... Sponsor of the six-man show post-game live. We love Rockham. Rockham is a great company. And you should shop on their website at rock'em.com. And when you do, you can use the code MAGIC20 to get 20% off your, ro- your order at rockham.com. Get some great socks and underwear. Save 20%. Help out the six-man show. It's a win-win-win all the way around. Again, you can find them at rockham.com. Whoop. All right, let's take a look at other scores around the league. Actually, before we do that, let me just make sure there's not anything. Oh, I mentioned one other thing I wanted to finish with when it comes to the box score. I wanted to look at team box scores because especially, (laughs) look at this. That's 50 to 8 bench points. 50 to 8. First off, 50 bench points is great. That's great. That's good. Eight is also horrible. That is terrible. Holy, I just lost it. That is so bad. Eight bench points is terrible. So you have the, the best and worst of both worlds here. Magic with a good bench performance. Bulls with a horrendous bench performance. But yeah, shout out to the magic bench for being great. 52 points in the paint for magic. That is sensational. You'll take that every night for the Magic. That's when you know the Magic basketball is at its best. Man. Um, Let's see. Turnovers, 17 for the Magic. They did a good job in the first half. Terrible job in the second half. And the Bulls were the opposite. You forced 12 turnovers in the first half. The Bulls only have four in the second half. Yikes. Yeah. Not great. But yeah, a win is a win. I'll check one more thing on these team stats, and we'll look at the other scores around the league. Uh, Let's see. Magic shoot better from the field. Uh, Bulls shoot better from three. Obviously, down the stretch, they just could not miss. Once again, bad free-throw shooting night for the Magic. 16 of 23, less than 70%. You make your free throws, this game isn't that close. Yeah. Michael Lynch says 50 to 8. Yeah, terrible. Thanks, Kevin. Hit the like button on the way out. Go Magic. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate that. John says, Cole's shot selection gave me anxiety. Really? I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, maybe a couple of them were ill-advised, but I thought, for the most part, he's playing within the game, at least to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah this is true. K Will says, that J.I. block onto Rosen, then the alley-oop was just art. Yeah, really was. Really was. <laughs> Look at this. Fast break points. Four for both teams. <laughs> I can tell you what, guys. The Indiana Pacers, we play on Sunday, they're not going to have four fast break points. I'm just telling you. That's going to be wild. We're going to talk about the game in just a second. All right, but before we do, let's take a look at the scores around the league. Let me refresh this, make sure this is the most up to date and accurate information that we can possibly get. We're going to start with the Eastern Conference as we always do. Here it is Celtics, Raptors. Celtics win 108 to 105 to go 2 0. In the in-season tournament, Group C, and also to go 10-2 on the season. Celtics are locked in. They're looking great. Cavs beat the Pistons. 76ers beat the Hawks. That's big for the NBA standings, which we're going to look at in a second. Hawks are now 6-6. Six and six. Uh, And the Knicks destroy the Washington Wizards, who are a terrible basketball team. The Milwaukee Bucks destroy the Charlotte Hornets, who are also a terrible basketball team. Nothing surprising there. As far as the rest of the league goes, first off, the Orlando Magic. One hundred three to ninety seven. Love that. Suns are beating the Jazz right now. Lakers are up on the Trailblazers at halftime, and the Clippers currently lead the Rockets after one quarter. Let's take a look at the standings and see what tonight has done. I'm going to get out of the group or in season tournament standings. Look at that, your Orlando Magic seven and five. Wow, wow, that's crazy, man. That's that's just beautiful. Seeing this team over five hundred. I know we're only 12 games in the season, but after the last couple of seasons, it's such a breath of fresh air. Currently, that is tied for the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference with the New York Knicks. And then just above them are the Pacers, who you will see on Sunday night. We'll talk about that game in just a second as we close the night out. But I mean, the freaking team from down south is just on fire. They've won seven in a row, which I believe is the longest streak in the league. It is. Seven in a row. After they started one and four, they're now eight and four. You hate to see that. Bucks, Sixers, Celtics. Here's the thing, guys. This the standings are starting to uh starting to settle, you know? Once an NBA season starts, they're all over the place, right? Good teams have bad records, bad teams have good records. But it's right about this time of year, mid-November, beginning of December, where things settle down. And right now, we're already starting to see that in the Eastern Conference with the Celtics, Sixers, Bucks in the top three, which you expect. In some order, they're gonna finish this season. And then from there. There's still some work to be done. I don't think the Heat are the fourth best team in the East, but right now they're on fire. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to end up being there. But then the other teams that we, we expected, this would be the, the stretch of teams right here, that 5 through 10, 11-ish range. And so far, all of that is coming to form in some order or another. Maybe we expect the Cavs to be higher, at least I did. And then obviously the Cellar Dwellers, Hornets, Wizards, Pistons, exactly where everybody expects them to be. Things are starting to settle down in the East. I will look at the in-season tournament uh, standings one more time. So again, Celtics 2-0, Nets 2-1, Magic 1-1, Raptors 0-1, Bulls essentially, no. Mathematically, they are officially out of the in-season tournament. They are 0-2 with a differential of 4. That's crazy. They lost... uh, Wait, that can't be right. That can't be right. They lost lost to the Magic. Oh, okay. I guess they must have lost. Never mind. That is right. They lost by 2 in their first game and 6 in their second game. That's rough. Rougher the Bulls, but the Magic still with a minus seven differential. So if a tiebreaker does come into effect, Magic are still in trouble. They've got to blow out the Raptors, you know, or, or the, the Celtics, maybe. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, guys. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about Sunday's game. While I'm doing that chat, feel free to get involved here. Love to hear maybe your final thoughts on this game. Maybe thoughts on the Pacers game on Sunday. Let's talk about this this game on Sunday against the Indiana Pacers. Guys, this is a tough matchup. Not only are the Pacers, standings-wise, a better team than you so far, but that's a tough matchup for any team because that team likes to run, and that team likes to score, and that team likes to shoot. The good news is the Orlando Magic are one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. The bad news is the Pacers have the best offense in the NBA right now. So something's got to give, right? Who's it going to be? What's it going to be? I don't know. But here's what I do know. Man, Dizzy, you're reading my mind. It's literally what I was just about to say. The Magic have got to score the basketball on Sunday. In 2023, defense will only get you so far. You're not holding the Pacers team under 100 on Sunday. It's just not going to happen. So we've got to be able to hit our shots. Get to our spots. Now, the good news is the Pacers don't play defense. Their goal was literally to outscore you every night. But in order to outscore, or I, sh- I should say in order for us to outscore them, we got to freaking score. And a lot of nights, it's very difficult. Even tonight, yeah, you win by six. But scoring 103 points is not going to be the Pacers. It's just not. And so it's going to be a very fun matchup. It's going to get out and run. It's going to be interesting. Uh, shout out super chat here from kinetic kid. He says the Pacers may neuter us <laughs> need Kel to return soon. Yeah. 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 I hope so. Miguel hundred uh, percent. He says, hopefully, ho- hopefully sucks is back. He will be needed against Halliburton. Yeah. That's really important. Really important for this team to get Jalen Suggs back for that game. And I think, I think we'll see him back. Hopefully, hopefully, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I will be so impressed at the magic win in Indy on Sunday. Obviously, that's a great team. But also, that's a tough place to play. As a as someone who lived in Indianapolis for four years, let me tell you that Indiana loves basketball and they love their Pacers. And when the Pacers are really good, as they are right now, what is now called GameBridge Fieldhouse, used to be called a lot of other things, but GameBridge Fieldhouse gets loud. That is a tough place to play. They are big basketball fans. They know the sport. They get into the games. It's not an easy place to play. So I'll be very impressed if the Magic can go there and get a win. Mango Man says Mac McClung had 44 points tonight. What? No way! That's insane. I'm gonna have to check out. Uh, check out that box score, man. Thanks for. Thanks for letting me know. That's crazy. Dizzy says, Do you already know when you're gonna do the next playback watch along? Um, I don't know for sure. Let me see. We had talked about. I don't remember. I don't remember. We had had talked about another one soon. I don't remember what it is, Dizzy. Uh, Keep in touch or follow along with us on all of our social media platforms and we'll let you know. And obviously listen to Six Man Show. Jonathan and Luke will talk about it if we have another one. All right, chat. Let's get your couple more thoughts in here before we call tonight. Uh, Chris says, 70 likes. We're 125. Let's go. Need more likes. Let's get more likes though. Yeah, if you haven't liked this show yet or this episode, please like it. Liking helps other Magic fans find us and other Magic fans finding us Helps uh, grow the show, which is what we want. Uh, Brian says, I love how before the season, many people wanted Suggs gone, but look at him now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you win without him tonight. Yeah, Gary Harris was big tonight, but I think Jalen... Yeah, Jalen Suggs would have been big tonight as well. As well. Yeah. All right, chat. I think that is going to do it for us tonight. What a night. What a win. I mean... Again... It was so ugly. It was really bad. And, um, but that's not, that's not what matters. A win is what matters. So the Magic are back at it on Friday, uh, excuse me, Sunday, early tip time, 5 p.m. Don't want to miss that one. We'll be right here at the end of that one. So come back and join us. But until then, have a great weekend and let's go Magic.